Grace, mercy, and peace are yours this day from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, war broke out in heaven. St. Michael and his angels fought against Satan and his demons. Good stood against evil, light against darkness. Angel legions with power to level cities clashed against the fallen horde with fiery swords. When the angels just sing, people fall onto the ground in terror. Their battle cries, I suspect, could kill out of the fear alone. It's a cool story and all. It's just hard to imagine it as anything other than a fairy tale because y'all get bored in church. It's not that you don't believe in a spiritual world that exists beyond this physical one. It's that you don't really think the two can touch. One day, you'll go to heaven, see some angels, cool stuff. There is such a thing as the dragon and his demon horde come down to earth with great wrath, even though we can't see them. It's just that they're not as scary as germs. Which is why we, as Christian parents, have done a great job teaching our children how to properly wash their hands and cough like vampires but we have failed to teach them how to remember their baptisms. So, St. Michael and his war in heaven have become, at best, cool stories that might maybe teach us to be brave instead of scared, selfless and not selfish, honorable and not wicked. The problem is, we need heroes to do more than just inspire us. See, the religious and the agnostics agree that things are getting worse, even though we've all been watching Marvel movies for years now. Because when heroes can only inspire, what you really mean is they can't actually change anything in your real life. You got to do that yourself. So you mix that with a world that tears down what heroes we do have for their flaws so that they would be brought down to our level and we'd never have to feel too bad about not arising to theirs. And, I mean, do you think maybe, just maybe, there's a spiritual sickness too? Do you think, just maybe, that the spiritual and the physical are connected? St. Michael's War happened not just in heaven, but also in time and space. War arose in heaven, Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back, but he was defeated and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. See, before the war, Satan stood before the throne of the Lord, earning his name. Satan means accuser. He had already rebelled against God in the fall. He was not welcome in the holy place, but he stood there before the Lord by right, before the throne of the Lord. Remember how he accused Job, even after the fall in heaven. Satan told the Lord, Job only loves you because he thinks you just want him to be happy all the time. Let me change that and he'll curse you just like me. For thousands of years, the devil insisted that the throne of God be a seat of judgment, not a place of comfort even though he was never welcomed. He stood there in the heavens, accusing the sinners of the things that, well, they did. And in the Old Testament, the physical and the spiritual were combined such 
that that brought about plagues and captivities in times of trouble in the spiritual, but also into the physical world. And Satan was right. Those sinners deserved it. But then something changed. The judgment seat was found on earth. Pilate sat in it, and he gave the Son of God over to be crucified. The sins of the world were punished upon that cross. Jesus bore the wrath of God for each sin that Satan would accuse you of. He used his very last breath to lead the battle cry. It is finished, he cried. And that was the battle cry that began the war in heaven. There were no sins left to accuse you of. And so Satan had no longer any right to stand before the throne of God. Michael and his angels arose to do battle against the dragon and all of his sword, fiery swords, epic battle scenes, moving music, endgame style. But it was the power of the cross in this world that cast the devil out of heaven. No longer able to accuse you of your sins that Jesus was punished for, the deceiver really only has one move left. Cast down to earth, his time short, he works to keep you from true faith. It is the deceiver who whispers that heroes can't save you. You have to do it yourself. It's an ugly little lie that weaves itself into everything that you see. We listened. We invented comic books. And they kept the real heroes outside of the physical world. We love their stories, but we never actually found the motivation to live up to their legacies. And then wanting nothing but pure and perfect heroes, we tore down what real ones we were given because they aren't allowed to get help either. And so if one of our heroes actually happens to be a sinner who needs help too, well, they should be known by their sins, just like the accuser wanted. It's the same deceiver who lies and says, Jesus didn't atone for your sins. He only taught you to love one another. But, I mean, how's that going? There's no real rescue for you in a religion like that. Any inspiration that those stories would give clearly have not been sufficient. And that changes what this place is, too. Without the atonement, without that cross, without the mercy won there by God for you, this house is not a place of rest, but a place of judgment. Church has come to be seen as a place where sinners have no right to kneel. It is only a place that you will occasionally get guilted into coming to by a grandma so that you can satisfy a box and go back out into the world and deal with your psychology until you can finally get your head right even though that's not working. And all the while, the truth has been covered over. God built this house because he was actually desperate to give pardon to sinners and name them as saints, every bit as holy as St. Michael, the archangel. Do you see the pattern yet? It is always the demonic which pushes you away from God's good gifts. It is always the Holy Spirit's that pulls you to receive them. Look around. It's still happening. You are now told on a regular basis that this place is not popular. This place is backward. And lately, this place is not safe. See the spirit's battle as you are pushed from receiving God's gifts. The stuff gone wrong in this world 
It has a spiritual component. There is a war still being fought, and I don't tell you this to scare you, but to show you where the shelter can actually be found. Jesus sent preachers to cast out demons, and the 72 couldn't actually believe that it worked. They used words that had a spiritual power. The preachers, flawed though they were, sinners though they were, were sent by God to promise the victory. And it was knit together and made real, even as they spoke it. There was shelter in a world torn apart by demons, by sinners, by evil, by death. Preachers went out and talked about the same things Jesus did. The Son of Man will go into Jerusalem, be killed, and on the third day be raised. Repent, believe, for the kingdom of God is at hand. And even as their words were preached, Jesus looks ahead and sees what they do. He sees Satan fall like lightning from heaven. By the simple words of absolution, the dragon is robbed of all of his power to accuse and deceive. In the stead and by the command of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Angels still go to war by these words. Miracles happen when preachers utter them. They tie you to the cross where the Lord forgives you your sins. They tie you to heaven where your names are penned in the ink of the blood of the Savior into the book of life. They place you in a spiritual home so firmly that you get called a saint, a holy one, just like the archangel. God joins the spiritual to the physical so that you can rejoice and be glad that your names are written in heaven and then rejoice and be glad that even as your spirit is tied to the kingdom of God, your body will rise too because God has not simply promised you a spiritual salvation but a physical one that will follow it. On the last day you will rise, free from the pains of this world, free from the deaths that it brings. There is still a spiritual war going on. Look around and see it in burdened consciences, despair, depression anxiety, hate, but the Lord still fights this war for you because that's what heroes do. They don't inspire, they save. So receive his words, his victory, his peace. It's not your war to fight. It was fought to win you and it is finished. In the stead and by the command of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So rejoice and be glad, for your names are written in heaven. In the name of Jesus, amen.